We were standing with Matthew McConaughey, and he dropped this ball to Xavier Worthy, who's a weapon, punt returner, kick returner, a guy who can take the top off a of defense. And that thing came down as if it was dropped from the football gods themselves. He lost that touch for a little bit of the season. He has it back. I like Quinn Ewers going in the college football playoff, and it feels like his moxie and swag and confidence is at a level that Sark wants him to be at. Right down the middle. That's where he's really dangerous. <laughs> Boy, I think it has a chance to, to be one of those games because we know what Texas is capable of, such great balance, and Sark having a month to get ready to attack a Washington defense. And I think it's better than it looks on paper being around them. And now that they're healthier on the back end, I think that's important. But really, guys, I think it's what Michael Penix can do. Yeah. Best group of receivers on one team. Now that they have Jalen McMillan healthy, that trio against Texas that loves to play a lot of quarter four, I think you're going to get opportunities, one-on-one matchups, yeah. and who's the better man? Who wins those 50-50 balls? Washington's been really good in that area. Both teams can score quickly from yep. any place on the field. I think it, the winning, winner of this game is a team that scores from the five-yard line. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports. With the homie D. Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D-Murph. D-Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, world. It's not a fluke. You like B-Rad. Like, who is B-Rad? Like, first of all, when I talk about someone who been rocking with me for a while, someone that I met in 2016 for or with, a former employer, we both can proudly say former employer, opened the building, was connected, was one of the handful of managers that was well respected. We've always got along when it comes to enthusiasm, motivation, just family oriented, knew what the bigger picture and the biggest purpose was. And I'm just glad to have this brother on my platform to talk sports to talk life lessons from sports and you know just do it well y'all don't know what we do but we gonna do what we do i know they're like murph let be rad or whoever brad whoever this guy is let him, let him show himself murph be a better host brother Let's welcome go. to why not sports no, man brad welcome to why not sports yes. thank you thank you uh humbled and blessed to be here Really appreciate the opportunity. I know this is your baby, and uh, I appreciate you letting me ride in the car with you, bro. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Just hey, if you need to move the seat up or back, make yourself comfortable because we got a nice ride ahead of us. And by the time yes. you know it, it's gonna be like, yo, the show is over with that quick. <laughs> is that a short joke? <laughs> <laughs> I said move the seat up. Hey, no, nah, I said, but see, I said either move it back. Or move in front, depending on, just like some people drive. True. On the way here to the crib, I saw this person, damn near chest, on a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Hey, maybe, they had maybe they had packages in the bag. Hey, come on. Hey, the Amazon hey, Flex. <laughs> that's it. Can't assume. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> but no, man, just kind of on a different note. Thanks for, yeah, man, man so still rocking sure, with me. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, let's get into this thing. Education, bro. When, when how, how did you f fall into that? Is that your degree from college? Texas A&M Corpus, Corpus Christi? Yeah. Man, so first of all, I think you are much more of a natural than what you give yourself credit for because now you're asking me questions. <laughs> yeah, what you thought? You were going to come here and put me in the hot seat? No, sir. I love it. I love it. So, no, man, um, my degree is in accounting, business major. I've always been a business major, accounting. Okay. My personality, though, clearly, as you know, it wouldn't keep me in the cubicle from nine to five. Sure. I just did it so I can crunch my numbers 
I ain't say cook the books. I say crunch my numbers, be able to invest mm-hmm. the smart things. Yes. And then um, one of my teammates from college accepted a head coaching position job. And he was like, Murph, you'll be perfect to be a part of my coaching staff because you played at the highest level. Obviously, what you're doing now, you'll be a great mentor for a lot of these you know, student athletes. And I was like, well, you know, teachers don't get paid, right? <laughs> and again, I'm being real. I'm being real. I'm being yeah, honest. For sure. But I talked to some people close and they were saying, is it really about the money or do you want to impact lives at this stage of your life? I said, you know what? As you know, where we worked at working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, I did make the money I needed at that time to take care of the family. But at the same time, I was missing my family because of the right. peak season. When we got there, we opened the building peak season right. for those first two years. Already. Already. Yeah. So those 15, 16 hour days start to stack up. Man. Now we were hourly. So I right. was very grateful. Merry Christmas to the Murphys. <laughs> yeah. but. Well, not all of us at that time were hourly. So some of us were uh, slave labor. <laughs> I rode hard and hung up wet, bro. <laughs> I mean, I remember being that thing 16, 17, 18 hours a day. But it's what it would need to be get done, man. So back to the education thing. So I'm just enamored with the education system uh, the way it is right now. Um, you know, look, look at cars 100 years ago and where we've come. Yeah. Look at phones from 100 years ago and where we've come. And now look at the education system. It's kind of the one thing that hasn't really changed. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still as far as education. It's still that sit down shut up raise your hand that factory worker kind for of the most mentality. part i agree so since on the inside now how how much say do you get in what's being taught or is it just kind of whatever the state deems and that's what you got to do and then you get to put your sprinkle on it i'm glad you said that that's a very good question man see me <laughs> i told you i was an accounting major business sure. person right right i only would accept the position Unless it was an elective. I didn't want to do standard testing classes and coach. Right. I feel like I'm back to where we were working at before. I'm taking work home, holidays, yeah. breaks. I got to get my kids prepared for a standardized test. Oh, and we got games. Oh, and we got practice. It defeats the purpose. So I was able to, thank God, be able to you know negotiate some things to where I, I, I teach electives to where... I don't have as much pressure as maybe a teacher that, you know, just teaches, uh, you know, standard English, math, you know what I mean? So I kind of got a better opportunity. But on the flip side, still be yourself, though. Like, I mean, you want to stick to the curriculum and the the, the, um, uh, things that they have in store for you based on each semester and each quarter. But to your point, you can still sprinkle, you know, what you need to, as long as the bosses and the people up top come and observe your room and just kind of, as you know, investigate. I don't even say investigate, but just kind of observe and just kind of ask a few questions. They see that you work and align what the district is looking for. You're good. Yeah, I've I've always felt like, man, we just do a a big disservice to young people not really teaching them life skills. I mean, you know, you being in basketball, especially going as far as you went, it doesn't matter whether you're only playing high school, you make it to that college level, D1 or NBA. At some point in time, sports is just a small window in your life. And when that window closes, bruh, it's what's next, right? And so, I mean, you know, the fact that we still have NBA players, NFL players, three to five years after they're out and are dead broke or in bankruptcy and have no money left bro when you were getting checks for three seven eight ten million what what do we do so that's where i say as a society we've kind of failed people now now if, if you can figure it out at 25 26 27 leaving college what what are these kids doing now with the nil 
at 1920. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I know that you missed that window, but bro, I can't, I don't know that I could handle $3.8 million at 42, <laughs> let alone you drop that on me at 18. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fact. And some of these kids now, bro, they were playing in high school last year. And now three or four snaps in, and they're gonna make three, four, five million dollars. And that's more money than the whole family, generations on generations have ever seen. So that's where it's like, man, as the education system, we gotta do better. I know that we can't, you know, you can't move mountains, but man, sometimes it just takes like one though, brother. It takes one, hey, man. man. It's changing the mentality. And I think um, with COVID, it really kind of lifted the veil. Cause yeah, I know, I know for me, I, I have four boys and I know, man, we send them to school and you don't really think about what they're learning. Cause you just assume it's the same science, math, history and stuff that we went through, but man, really kind of diving in where teachers couldn't work and we had to dive into the work and really see, I think it really lifted the veil for the whole country for a lot of people to be like, what are, what are you learning about here? Right, and right. this is kind of part of that, uh, I don't want to use the word indoctrination because that sounds, <laughs> but I mean, that's what, you know, yeah, like when yeah. they want to, when society as a whole wants to change a mindset or an idea, where do they go? They attack the kids, man. And so that's where kind of like you being in education, I'm like, man, I wonder how much say or, you know, you have actually, but I guess that's got to come from school board and state and because it's still a government run entity, right? But at the same time, man, um, everywhere I've been, I've always been a game changer. You know, you work with me closely sure. at our previous sure. uh, employer and, you know, look what we've been able to accomplish and do. So kind of like now, like when you see this big old six, seven coach, hairy dude teaching, it's like, sure. Murph, Coach right. Murphy, why are you here? You know, it's for y'all, believe it or not. I'm going to teach you some life lessons. Hello, White Nine Sports. We talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of sports, or the ugly of situations and how it impacts your everyday life. Sports was just an easier avenue for me. But for the average student that I do, you know, teach compared to the student athletes, it's like, wow, you really focus on learning different things. Like, dude, right. dog, like, I haven't. I graduated school decades ago. Let me say that. But to now sure. come, like you said, the mindset has to change. And I believe with our experiences, these kids don't. Not a lot of kids have parents or role models or people that can push or pour that mindset in. To them, so they look for teachers similar to myself, who's mm. still got swag, but also is going to do what he's supposed to do to keep you guys learning, excited about learning. But at the same time, now I'm gonna go coach at the end of the school day, so I'm wearing multiple hats. So when sure. they see me in the hallway, hey, Coach Murphy, man, thank you for talking to me. Something that small. I'm like, but I talked to again. You know how we did it. We spoke to everybody. Sure. You know what I mean. Well, so I, I just also, man, uh, being an athlete again. I was just a high school athlete. I didn't uh, go to the next level. But everything I needed to know about life, I didn't understand it then. Yeah. But I learned through sports, adversity, uh, handling losses, uh, working in the dark when no one's around, chasing greatness. Um, I mean, we had. A, a saying in our locker room you know when uh greatness becomes tradition excellence has no limits and that's the whole thing we, we have to teach them to chase greatness and now these kids man I, I mean like i said my oldest is 18 my youngest is six all boys i got a 13 and 11 year old and they want instant everything right instant right now and what is that yeah. from scrolling yeah right i don't like what i see in five seconds i'm changing the channel, find right? something else. Yeah. and they all got this you know so they don't have that you know we came up seeing kobe that mamba mentality right, right? and right. you you talk to people they're like dude this fool i thought i was gonna get there early and they're getting there three hours <laughs> before practice and this dude's been in the gym for an hour already facts and so it, and then that's what i'm saying so it, it was what he did in the dark in those dark gyms when no one was around and doing it over and over and over that transferred to the lights when the lights were on you know it's always 
work on it until you get it right. No, nah, bro, you got to work on it until you can't get it wrong. That, where it just hmm. becomes second nature and, and memory. And that's where we have to teach these kids, man, because they have such a horrible relationship with failure. That's good. And that's the mindset. They try something, they fail, and then they, oh, well, this ain't made out for me. Oh, I guess God didn't intend that for me. Bro, right. what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's that mentality of if you want it, you got to go get it. But it's more yeah. than just hard work. For sure. Because, you know, people have been working hard their whole lives and they feel <laughs> broke. You know what I mean? Right. So it's not, uh, the hard work is just a part of it. It's, it's it's a mindset and it's not the the changing of the clock it's it's the changing in your mind because you could take that old man and put him in a new house and still have that old experience you take that same man and put him in a new car and have that old experience it's not until he changes his mind that things start to change and i think that's the most powerful thing with these kids they do not realize how powerful they are and and how you know <laughs> a chained belief is a changed desire and you can change it in a second i mean i can get up at 6 30 and by 6 36 have a totally different grind and a totally different mindset i mean it's just like when i told a, a buddy of mine he's a good friend of mine uh, that i was doing this he was like you don't know anything about sports you're not an <laughs> analyst and i'm like yeah that's right but you know what you can still get the pony at 42 bro come on <laughs> Come on. So, you know, don't tell, me, don't tell me you can't, you know, watch me do it. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. You know, it, it's a changed mindset. Man, I, my mom, you know, put this on me when I was a kid. She said, Brad, you got the gift of gab, you know, and prophesied over my life when I was little. And I thought she was just poking at me because I like to talk to people. But now look, <laughs> here we are talking right. to people. Right. So, you know, it's just uh, it's a different mindset. But, man, um, I, I love what you're doing, bro. I, I, I love uh that you know my I, I feel like my most um inspiring moments in life is is when you get to share those ideas with with the younger people and, and they kind of start to see things from yeah. a different angle absolutely you know what i mean it's that whole uh write a six and a nine on a piece of paper and from your end it looks like a nine from mine looks like a six but if i come to your side oh shoot i see what you're saying yeah. and so i think sometimes we forget that you know the older you get the harder it is to remember what it's like to be 16 17 18 and man the things that these kids deal with bro we didn't we didn't deal with i mean no, nothing we outside from when we wake up until it's time oh. to go to eat or go to sleep I mean, these damn <laughs> yeah. phones bro yeah i mean these things are just everything's being recorded everything is permanent I mean, you know, whatever, and, and they tell it to the pros too, but it's like, man, everything you put on the gram, everything you put out there on TikTok, it, even if you delete it, it's, yeah. it's not, you know, it ain't gone. You know, we just had an issue with one of my sons where he had an issue with his phone and we went to delete it and wipe the phone, reset it, complete factory wipe, and then go back and everything's back because of the cloud. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, right. Right. You know, so it's just the, you know, but also just the social uh, so society things that we didn't deal with, man. And, and then it's always just more pressure, more pressure, more pressure. And then we wonder why these kids have so many mental health issues and problems. It's because we're putting them in adult situations and they don't have an adult frame of mind to handle it. I mean, shoot, I just think about some of the stuff that, you know, they're dealing with at 17, 18 and 19. I'm like... Yeah. Bro, I don't know if I would have made it. Right. No, that's <laughs> Without real. sports. You know, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. We had to be at school at a certain time and in study hall with your coach. And then, you know, your fifth period was with your position coach. Your study hall was with your position coach. Immediately after school, you were in film sessions for 45 minutes, then straight out to practice. You know, uh, even on after Friday night lights, you were there, there you on go. Saturday mornings watching video. And, and that's the whole thing now. You know, I always tell uh, when I go talk to students and, and athletes, young student athletes, if you are only doing what your coaches tell you, you're a C student. Yeah. That's bare minimum, bro. Yeah. Yep. That's bare minimum. Don't tell me you want to be great, but you ain't grabbing the forward and the guard and y'all watching film session on your own. Don't tell me you want to be great and you're not in here before everybody else yep. or after everybody else. And that's what I always try to talk to the captains what are you doing as a leader to lead 
these men because they'll mm -hmm. follow you. Obviously, sure. they put you as the captain for a reason. For sure. So what are you doing to help them out? And then, and then beyond that, what are you doing beyond the game? Because you and I both know that that window is so short, and on the grand scheme of life, it's a blip. And especially sure. in high school, man, four years goes by like this. You're a freshman, the next thing you know, you're graduating, and it's like, well, I identified myself as a basketball player. Well, now basketball's over. Yeah. So now what are you? Yep. So I always say, man, it, it's about character and who you are. So when was the last time as a team we went to the junior high game? When was the last time as a team the basketball team went to a volleyball game? To support these ladies who come and support us. When That's what we do we did back in the day, too. That's why I like all sports. When was the last time we went as a football team, the captains? Because most of your big 5A, 6A high schools here in Texas, you know, the football players kind of run run the school and own things. So as a football team, when was the last time the captain said, hey, we are all going to a band concert. We are all mm -hmm. going to support this. We're going to this play that the theaters putting on and we're going to the volleyball game and we're going to travel to this basketball game it, it's what you're doing as a community and that's because that's what you're going to be released into and that's what it takes is we need leaders in the community to bring the community together because we've become so shut in because of social media that we've stopped to commune with each other and now nobody even deals with anybody man so it's like bro Again, when, when as a basketball team did y'all go to the junior high or even the elementary school? You know, they're always looking for the people to read. Y'all can take a, you know, what are you doing during your study hall? Well, shoot. Hey, Murph, I'm going to grab you. Let's jump in the ride. We're going to drive down to the elementary school. Come on. I got this little book, dude. I'm going to read for 10 minutes. And they love minutes, it, too. And we're yeah. out. Yeah. Well, because because when you get to that level, when you're in elementary school, you idolize the high schoolers. Mm -hmm. You you know you want to you play basketball because oh man, I remember when Murph was a junior and he came to talk to us, and then I went and saw him play. And he balled out and scored twenty points. Oh yep. my god! And they yep. follow you your whole life. Yeah. And and for me, that's why I love high school football because I love to to find these kids in high school and then watch them throughout their careers mm -hmm. as they grow and develop or even don't and then they go and become whatever they're going to become absolutely so to me um that that is the battleground is is here for these young people they're just so many things coming at them and if we don't equip them with the right armor bro there's just they just crumble and i don't blame them because some of the things like i said that they deal with uh in their home life or, or not even home life, just in the regular day-to-day. -day, you know, when you and I went to school, if there was a bully, when you went home, it stopped. Now, yep. they can reach out Cyber and bully, yep, hitting your DMs. And just, and yep. That's it, man. So when was the last time as the star basketball player, you went to the kid that everyone thinks is the loser or the nerd or whatever and just said, hey, bro, keep your head up. Yeah. I'm not saying you got to sit with him. Right. But, you know, you can say, I see you. And I see you too. Let's be real. You know, that's always been our thing, bro. <laughs> be real with each other. Yeah. And this is it. And that's what people don't want to uh, attack because realness makes you feel some type of way. And usually it's not good <laughs> because you start to see, man, I, I messed up. I should have, could have, would have. Okay, look, you can't live your life in the rear view, bro. Absolutely. The bigger for a reason. So, hey. Like I said, you can change your mind in a second. Same thing. You can change and grow. And I think for a lot of us, that's the problem with staying in your hometown. Because you always are going to be 15, 16, 17 years old. Yeah, you'll be that kid. When I go home to, that's it, man. I go home to see mom and I'll run into somebody I went to school with. And they're just like, you're different. And I'm like, well, no, shh. You know, it's been 25 <laughs> years. Was I supposed to stay right. the same? Absolutely. Right? Like, I, I, don't judge me on who I was because I'm evolving, I'm constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. And for the longest, I think for me personally, what held me back was that comparing yourself to somebody else, right? And like they say, comparison is the thief of all joy, but you can't help it. And that's something that you learn in junior high. Well, shoot, man, Murph got them fly clothes and that freaking J's and mm -hmm. you know, the new jeans and that's new hoodie and he drives a freaking Mustang. And look at me, I'm on foot patrol and I got the freaking Walmart brand. Facts. You know, but that's how you, yep. and you're like, yeah. Or you're at the gym working out. You're like, man, this dude benching 400 pounds. I can barely do the bar. And, yeah. and so I think that if you can, once that mentality changes and it becomes the, the challenge isn't about everybody else, it's about me mm -hmm. and getting that 1% better every day 
it, and that's and I think that's what we have to teach our young people because just like your money compounds, right? You throw your money into a, a Roth IRA or whatever, mm-hmm. and it starts to compound over time. Same thing, those those little things start to compound and turns into greatness. I mean, if you know Kobe's story, he'll tell you. When he was in the, um, uh, what's that predominant basketball league? When you're AIU, AEU, what's it called? AAU. AAU basketball league. And he played in some predominant league up there in the Northeast because, you know, his grandpa's dad, they all came up in it. And he said his first year in it, he didn't score one point. Not one rebound, not one point. And that's all the games. He didn't do anything. And then that summer, because he was about to give up, and his dad said, no, man, just work harder. And so that's when he started to find the grind, right? And he would just go and shoot more and practice more. And, you know, the homies are going to the club or going out or doing whatever. And he's, Yeah, you got to be cool. disciplined, like, for sure. Like, Bro, you come, come on. And he's like, no, nah, I got to finish this. I got to finish this. Well, then he just, over time, he got so far ahead of them that they were never going to catch him. And then it just compounded and compounded and compounded. And the Jordan story, and I mean, there's a there's a million stories like that, right? Of the dude that just refused to give up and just went in the dark when no one was around doing it. And and that's, you know, LeBron will tell you the same thing. But what they see is when the lights are on and he comes with these crazy donks or puts up four. Highlights, as we tell points. the kids today. Guys, those are highlights. Those have been edited and all the bells and whistles. It is not like that behind the scenes. Instagram, yep. same yep. thing. Right? Would you say Insta? You did Insta. Yeah. <laughs> right. I right. mean, it's the you know the fifty shots and the thirty different filters and all this. You know, and that's the whole thing, man. People just see the finished product and not what goes into it. And I think um, that's where we really have to teach our kids. Uh, that it's there's so much more to that and, and giving back and it's not about chasing the money or chasing success because that's not what it's about it's about living in your gift yeah. and i think a lot of times people don't you know oh, i gotta go figure out what i'm supposed to do no bro it ain't about that it's what you are here to do Facts. and it, your gift is already in, inside you and and school and college and all that can't give you your gift it can only refine that gift right no you don't see a bird go to flight school because it's in it you don't see a fish go to swimming lessons it's in it right like you are you're it's in you everything you need to be successful is in you you just have to refine it and pull it out and find what that is and then run towards it and i'll say for me personally that was probably my biggest thing was i was running from it right mm. how are you gonna make a career talking to people <sighs> I don't know how, how are you gonna you know how are you gonna be a motivational speaker when you broke and you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're living hand to mouth and you haven't made it yet and i had a conversation with a good friend about this and i was like you know because you always see those guys on the on the back end you always see uh you know the grant cardones and uh the jeff bezos and these guys uh the michael dells on the other side of the window but you don't see when they were in their garage hammering it out you know you don't see when you know what they had to do in the dark to to get there and so he he tells me he said brad that's why it's you is because you people can relate to that i'm 42 i'm starting over a career that you know most people would be like what and then here you go but the biggest thing is you have to step and I think that's where before it was like, well, oh, here come the excuses, right? Oh, my family, I need that steady money or, oh, you know, we can come up with a thousand excuses. Why not to? So for me personally, I think that's what it was, but it had to start with my health. I had to get back in the gym. I had to get taking care of myself, um, you know, lifting weights again, doing cardio again, getting back after it. And then you start to feel different <laughs> you start to think different Absolutely. and that's the whole thing that mindset changes and it's that paradigm shift and i think that's where we really have to you know that saying of you can be anything you want to be is not false it's true but a lot of people because this person said it and that person said it well who told you and then why did you start to believe this? Absolutely. you know yeah. because they all they all make it i mean you, you know the oprah story right like her mom had her at 13 dirt floor she turned around had a kid at 13 and you would think 
oh man, it ain't never gonna happen. Yeah, right? generational curse. Overweight, Here we go again. Overweight yeah. black woman trying to get yeah. a TV show. All the doors slowing in her face. Now she owns her own network, bro. She's a billion dollar baby. So I mean, you know, if, if she can do it, you can do it because there's no difference. She's got lungs, a heart, a mind. That's I mean, good. she ain't. You know, if they can do it, you can do it. But we put these people, athletes especially, just put them on this pedestal like, oh, they're perfect. But then when you have, they fall from grace, you're like, he ain't worth a damn anyway. And it's like, nah, bro, he was just human. Yep. And he's going through it. You know, I mean, but we see it all the time, right? Uh, what was that tight end from the Patriots? Uh, Ray Wright. I mean, just, you know, you could go down the list of that also. So that's where it's like, man, you got to choose your path. And sometimes we get off the path and you go and you got to bring it back in. So, uh, again, just mad respect to what you do and, and, and being able to talk to the kids uh, and, and just kind of put life in perspective of a dude, you know, that, you know, I know you didn't come from dirt floors, but you didn't, you didn't, you weren't no silver spoon dude either. You know, no. you trust <laughs> facts. I so, appreciate you know, just that. To be a, well, to be a regular guy. And that's the problem. It's always this like one extreme to the other. And, the, and people just get stuck. Uh, so, anyway. No, I right, appreciate Anbo, that. I know we uh, jumped in here to talk about sports. So, what, what you want to talk about? I mean, this, this is why here, not man. sports. I mean, we uh, talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of sports and how it impacts your everyday life. You've already hit. Yeah. This is a show well, in itself. Right. Well, I think bowl season, man, we would be remiss not to talk about at least the uh, top few bowls that are coming up. Let's get it. Uh, College football is something that, like I said, I love to watch these kids in high school. I really wish there was like a ESPN or something for college foot. I mean, for high school football. Um, I think some of these kids, man, and the things that they do, like I said, uh, just all the distractions and things that they deal with to be able to do what they do and perform at the level they perform is is mind-blowing to me. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to college, I mean, I am just flabbergasted. I mean, uh, you know, let's look at this Milrose kid from Alabama playing in high school last year, comes in, starts for Alabama against Texas, second game of the year. Uh, just gets worked, yeah. gets benched, and then, um, you know, what he's done throughout the season just to have that dog and just come back and, you know, they, you know that that's the whole thing. I'm a, a big UT guy and they, everyone said, oh, well, Texas beat Bama because it's the worst Bama team in decades and this is not the same Bama team that we've seen and then Bama comes back and wins the whole SEC. Come on. So, you know, don't, don't tell, you know, they knocked off that same freshman that y'all wrote off in week two came back and beat Georgia the two-time champ. So, I mean, th- those are the stories that I'm just like, you Woo! You know, those are the ones that make your yeah. your uh, hair stand up and stuff. So uh, I think that that Bama Michigan game is going to be one for the ages. I uh, I was really excited about the Georgia Florida State game, but then hearing that that Florida State starting quarterback left, now it's like man. And then Florida State they have so much to prove. Undefeated, yeah, and the, their whole story. But then battling the ACC and saying, "No, hey man, we're, we're bigger than the ACC, and we deserve this and that." And this was really their stage to prove that. And I just don't think it's. I mean, I don't want to say that I don't want to see the game, but I'm not as excited as <laughs> right. I would have been right. had he been there. The quarterback, you know? and that's yeah. another. Yes. And that's another NCAA thing that it's like, man, they're going to have to work that out. Yeah. I just don't, I don't think it's fair that you played with that group all year long. And then because next year you're going to go to another campus, you can't finish the season with them. Yeah. What does that hurt? Yeah. So, you know, and I don't think the playoff is perfect yet either. I do like that it's expanding. I do like that the conference, you know, next year you've got some teams that will have some automatic bids in there. Um, and then of course we can talk about Washington and Texas, but I can talk about Texas football all day. All day so let's uh, talk about it. Let's talk about it. You got you got you got Washington. the floor, big dog. Okay, be rad. Love Texas football. Hook them horns. Uh, so let's go. That's it, man. I've been a horns fan forever. Uh, huge. I got my Big Twelve champs. You know. I see you. <laughs> 
but uh just i mean washington uh we texas play i say we <laughs> texas played them last year in the alamo bowl and washington got the better of them uh washington comes in a much better team this year than they were last year which is a little scary big high-powered offense um that quarterback can just throw dots i mean he's whew, he's a great pocket passer um and then he's got two wide receivers that could be olympic track stars <laughs> absolutely and, and they, oh they get the ball in the open field it's over i mean it's just you want the ball in those guys hands, and, and that's what makes it really difficult for any defense that's going to go against them because whether you're playing man or zone they're just so so fast um but i think it does pair up well with texas their front seven is arguably one of the best in the country um it's on the defense i mean that defensive line um anchored by Swit is just in- incredible their their two middle linebackers are just next level so uh, i mean again washington is a very different team than they were last year but so is texas yes, and i love what i love what sark has done in austin um you know i just think college football as a whole is better when uh texas is winning <laughs> same with texas a&m i mean no 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 uh but you know all the I won't say all, a very large portion of the starting players on any Division One team come from Texas. I've always said if we could figure out how to keep um, our athletes here, the Texas, whether it's TCU, that Texas State would just be dominant. Texas um, State won their bowl game. No, no doubt. Now, all you uh, Florida high school people and California high school people, don't don't yell at me. Uh, I know that those states also are very uh, reputable in, in the high school level, but there's just uh, it's like religion down here. That the football in, in uh, high school in Texas is just some some next level stuff. Um, but uh, the the portal has really changed football. I mean, all uh, NCAA sports, especially basketball. No. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, it's probably like double dutch in basketball. They just in and out, in and out, which is crazy. Well, I mean, you see it in football already. A season here, a season there. I mean, now when these guys get to the NFL, they got they've played for two or three. But man, if look, if I was a Division One athlete and I could go play for a Steve and a Saban and then a Dion or you know you go down, I want all that. I want as yeah. much of that greatness as you can get and be around and, and but i think that's what's really changed football and i love it uh i, I mentioned dion i love love, love 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 what he's done um at colorado uh you know they're they his boys were from dallas so you know he, what he did in high school for those kids and, mm-hmm. and then in, at jackson and now bringing that same um and, and i love it because the thing that's really different it's not just the swag and the culture and Dion being Dion. You know, he he's all even when he was an athlete, I was fortunate enough to be young enough to watch him in his prime and watch him play baseball and he's always done it his way. I remember when he was with the Reds and cut his sleeves and Major League Baseball was trying to ban him and all mm-hmm. that and Game changer. Next, we talked about that earlier in the show. Yeah. And then the, the very next game the whole team comes out with their sleeves cut, uh, which was pretty awesome. Um, and then obviously, I mean, just shut down corner, shut, I mean, just wide receiver, one of those very few men to play the game at a very high level on both sides of the ball and in two sports. I mean, has there been anybody else besides Bo Jackson? Those two, right? I mean, who else has played two sports at a high level? At, at a high level. Game? Yeah, it's not that many. And not, and not just compete, but dominate. You know, like, no, there was no... And so him being able to do that um, at Colorado and just... I mean, he's just getting started. But where most coaches run away from social media and the camera and the lights, he's running towards it. With dignity and honor. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, he's never been disrespectful. Now, people are disrespectful to him. To him, absolutely. They don't, he, they keep he keeps receipts. He keeps receipts. Right. <laughs> Right, but you know, to let the kids um, have their 
Twitter handles and their, or what is it called? X, my bad. Uh, <laughs> right. Their, their TikTok and all that stuff where they're getting the shine. It, I love it. I absolutely love it because, you know, for the longest, the NCAA was so against that, you know, but these kids are the ones packing the stadium. Anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> you yeah. know, I mean, people are showing up to see these kids, uh, you know, all those, you know, it's, I mean, again, look at Colorado. Last year, they didn't win a game. Yeah. No one used to come to the spring game. Yeah, they, that they were lucky if they had 20 or 30 people in the stands. Now they sell it out. Because people want to come see the show. Yeah. They want to come see Primetime as the coach, but they yep. want to see Shador. They want to see yep. Travis. They want yep. to see Shiloh. They want to see him do it. And uh, it's been incredible. And, you know, it's kind of like the Yankees. You love them or you hate them. Facts. I've never heard anyone say, oh, you know, Dion's all right. 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 <laughs> it's like, man, he sucks or he's great. And right. I, I'm a big fan of that. And I hope that um, some of these other coaches get younger coaches get opportunities and and run with it like he has now not yes, everybody's going to be successful we've oh, seen absolutely. that a lot too right i mean and especially to transfer i mean look at what matt rule did at baylor i mean crushed it at baylor brought them from i mean resurrected them from the dead <laughs> brings them yeah. to a big 12 championship and then as all great coaches do uh gets scooped up and tries to go to the nfl and it just doesn't it doesn't no, always work. transfer yeah. man that's and uh, same thing with uh, what's his name? Anyway, there's a, a bunch of them. Of them. Was, it's a few of them. Yeah, I was trying to think there. of the old coach from Oregon, and uh, it's been probably ten years, man. He just he he killed it in at Oregon and uh, won him a couple national championships, and then tried to go to the NFL and it just didn't transfer. It, uh, didn't he, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. See, my my list is like this is Merce Alley right here. This is yeah, what bro, I, I, I got you, brother. This is where I need one of those stats guys on the side that could be like, right. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> I'm going to pull it out of the Rolodex. Yes, sir. I dude, got you, brother. Hair, he does the comb over. Yeah, man. I got you. So, let me see. I, I got him on the tip of my tongue. But I got you, though. The listeners are already telling us what it is. Both of us got brain farts. Let's see. Right. I think he's at a Pac-12 school now. Yeah. I, I, I got to hold on. All time coaches. Let's see. Coaches all time. It's coming up. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly. Thank you. Lord. I knew it, brother. Yes. I got you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Chip Kelly. But I mean, you know, in, in college, he's a absolute offensive genius. Yes. And then, you know, you, but that just also goes to the caliber of talent from the college game to the pro game. Yeah. And that's, again, what I tell young people when we go to talk to them. It, it's easy when you got talent and gifts that nobody else has. Absolutely. But what are you doing when everybody else on the court is gifted or everybody else on the field is gifted and everybody's a track star and everybody can catch and everybody's strong. I mean, you know, it's crazy. These dudes are just super freaks i mean the fact that you have a six six man 300 and something pounds and he's running a sub 540 it blows my mind and these dudes i mean yes and some of these linebackers bro i mean it's just the amazingness of uh <laughs> of some of these athletes is absolutely mind-blowing so that's what i'm saying it's to see some of these uh high school kids and look my, my kids play um a competitive tackle football league here um, where we are and just some of these kids football knowledge at 11 and 12 yes. and understanding schemes and what the defense is trying I'm like what yeah, it's my for sure yeah so you know the stuff that I didn't learn till high school these kids are learning they ain't even in junior high absolutely so it's just become more and more fascinating to watch um, sports and I, I love the high school and college because I feel like it's just passionate it means more um, not to take anything away from the NFL but it's just you know them dudes are getting paid and yeah about to say like, yeah I, it's a I ain't playing yeah what you mean you ain't playing right you know and, and you see them in the NBA <laughs> right right oh I got a cramp I ain't getting out there what you mean you ain't getting out there <laughs> Because we know the old school done. NFL well, 60s, kidding. 70s, 80s. Yes, yes. Even some of the 90s. Them, them dudes out there playing. Different. Knocked different. out tooth, teeth, fingers, off, 
and they, they still have all these safety rules. They can yeah. still hit people. Yeah, you could use your head as a spear. <laughs> you know, it's just di- like Facts. you said, it's just different. You know, um, but you know, I just get. But see, we're soft, bro, and then across the board, we're soft. Mentality so. <laughs> will start changing. It's not everybody, but like you said, for your kids to get that reps, get that exposure, going against other kids that has that knowledge and IQ like you said what is going to help them stand out outside of their mentality their mom and dad family support their IQ their mentality no doubt and I love the the fight in some of these guys I know you know look at your uh, Kyler Murray's um, you know they're just this small dude yeah the smaller quarterback years ago you would have never seen him in the league it would have happened and now you know it's if you're fast, <laughs> you kind of get in there. You know, I mean, look at what the the Dolphins have done. I mean, that coach is just Tua. a magician. Heel. I know. Yes. Yes. The yeah. other receiver. I mean, is it Waddle? Two, yes. <laughs> Between, I mean, yes. Between Waddle and uh, the Cheetah. Yeah. And they're two starting running backs yeah i mean that's the that's the four by 100 relay in the olympics right there all these dudes are running 22 23 miles an hour i mean what it's bananas um but it's also changed the game speed kills bro and he's shown it where before it was kind of that like emmett smith downhill big dude shoulders down you might get in front of me but i'm gonna run you over uh mentality and now you know he's just showing you put your fast dudes on, put mine, and we'll see who can get to the Absolutely. first type stuff. You know, some of those old school street races. Yes, sir. You <laughs> used to see in the neighborhood, right? Yes, sir. Um, and I love it. I love it. Um, man, you know, in, in the NFL is getting exciting. You know, it's always more exciting when you get into Playoffs. Christmas in January yeah. and you start to see the Saturday games. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And then just the Ravens, what they've been able to do this season. You know, OBJ coming back from, again, the dead, we'll say, and resurrected, mm-hmm. and he's crushing it. I mean, I, I love that. I love those stories of resilience and just fight and just, you know, some of these uh, men, that, that fullback in Miami, you know, uh, their running back can only be successful because of him. And he Absolutely. Never gets it takes a team. No one ever talks about him. But he's the one taking out that lead tackler. Absolutely. The so the running back can get time. them yards after, you know, yes. after the carry yes. or just some yards in general, all right. purpose yards. So I sure. hope, I hope, uh, Mo- is it Mozart? Mozart? God, people are going to abuse me for not knowing his name. It's like, oh, uh, Murph? No, <laughs> no, you good, brother. Or, uh, but yeah, I hope that that Miami running back buys him a Rolex or something at the end of the season. For sure. <laughs> Cause that's what Emmett did for um, his uh, fullback, right? Right. Daryl Johnston, Jay Novacek. Yes. Yes. I'm telling my age. I'm telling my age. <laughs> hey, I'm right there with you, bud. I'm right there with you, man. Now I got but a I question like for you. Yeah. Now before we go, yes, the world, they, the list like Merv, we don't like when you say that, guys. Why not Sports Nation? Y'all know we got things to do. But trust me, be rad to be back soon. Yes. The question I have for you as a UT fan. Let's go. You got three. I need to know your top quarterback of all time, your top running back of all time, and your top wide receiver of all time. I know. Welcome to Why Not Sports. You're a UT fan for years. Yes. Man, quarterback. I, there's so many good ones, man. I know. You, you go got Young. You, you got Sims. Go for me. <laughs> I do remember the major Applewhite, Chris Sims days. Yeah. Those were good. Um, but for me, it's it's got to be B.Y., bro. I yeah. mean, just what he did in that Rose Bowl game. Put the team on his back and said, Against you. USC. Yes. And that game was awesome because that USC team was stacked. Liner. Bush. Uh, Bush. Lindale White. I mean, both. Yes. I mean, 
as USC teams usually are, man, they were just top to bottom. You're like, yeah. And so no one gave Texas a dance. Facts. In that okay. in that championship, so that that one is, and then, man, you know, Jamal Charles, Ricky Williams. I know, and that, those are my two that I was. <laughs> but man, that kid they had this year, uh, Jonathan Brooks, Jay Brooks. Yeah broke all their records yeah it's just a damn shame he got hurt here at the end of the season because he's another one that's got on that trajectory of greatness um i'll go with ricky what i mean jamal is probably the close second um but ricky what he did was again just carrying the team and making it happen uh guy was just a a freak (laughs) (laughs) yes sir and i was a big Big uh, Nathan Vasher fan. I yeah. mean, you know, there's just so been so many great players to come come through there. Uh, I can't, you know, I'm gonna beat myself up in a little bit because when we get off here, I'm gonna be like, I should have said, I should have. Hey, said brother, Vasher. like you said, you know? man, be a repetition. You good? I still do it That's to this it. day. Almost eight <laughs> years in the game, I get it. And then, um, wide receiver, I'm gonna go with Xavier. Okay. What he does, uh, and I know he's there this year, and there's been a bunch, you know, but, man, what he's done is incredible. He's another one, man, just a a track star, and he returns kicks, and, you know, he's had a couple this year that he's run back from, you know, the goal line. Yes, sir. Devin Hester-ish. Oh, yes, very much so, and I love that. I love his vision already as, as a college players so super excited and even more excited that um they're all coming back hate that malik left but he's going to go to duke he's going to do great things for them um and and really help them manny diaz who was a a texas guy Mm -hmm. uh so you know wish wish them the best of luck in, in what they do um, super excited just as i think the rest of the country to see what uh little arch does when yes, he sir. gets the ball, I, th- I think it's great for him to sit one more one more year under Quinn and just kind of, you know, be a student of the game. For and, sure. and that's what he is. I mean, you know, he's been going to the Manning Passing Academy since oh, he was I, like Clearly. <laughs> so it's, I mean, everyone knows that uh, he's great. He's going to be great. And especially the more reps he gets and, and all that. I mean, it's just, it's really, like I said, what Sark has done this year. And then especially pulling all these five-star and four-star recruits. I think um, Texas is entering the SEC at the perfect time. And Sark spending all those years under Saban, who we all know, unfortunately, I hate to say it out loud, is just a, you know, just a mind-blowing greatness yeah. to do it as consistently as he has long and he's done it is just something incredible you know as well as i do when you play sports at a high level to repeat at anything is damn near impossible um so to do it for what 10 15 years now over and over and over and i mean it doesn't matter who they bring in it's the system mm-hmm. and you i mean you know as we alluded to in the beginning of the show with milrose i mean that kid just and and now look they got him in the system and they he did that Saban does and put that <laughs> seasoning on him and now, they put man, that sprinkle in there yeah bruh i'm so scared uh to play them moving forward because just leaps and bounds how far that kid has come in just you know this short season it's it's going to be incredible to watch but uh you know keep your eye on texas they're going they're going to do some big things i hope that um a&m figures it out i hope they get a coach that can really kind of create some culture and, and bring some of the top texas talent in i mean jimbo did but they just couldn't do anything with it. And yeah. now all those four and five star recruits that were there are gone. Yeah. So um, I just like it I, because now we're going to play them again next year uh, for the first time in what, five years, six years? Mm-hmm. That AM and, and UT rivalries back. Um, so that's exciting for me. We get to keep the OU and Texas rivalry going, which, man, they really kind of stole one from us this year. So we owe <laughs> yeah. those guys. Yeah. I was hoping in the Big 12 championship we'd get to play them again, but their their season kind of fell apart this year. Uh, not completely their fault. When Lincoln Riley left them, I think he yeah. 
my my opinion not an expert but i really think he did a big uh disservice to to that program and and really kind of left them high and dry um you know he left and took a lot of them with him but now with the portal they can get some things going i hope for sure i just you know like i said i, I think college football as a whole is better when uh when ut and m are, are doing doing what they do uh on the field so and with all the money that those aggies got bring a few people you know their way that's at least no, interesting well, I mean, they got, they got, yeah well they got the money for a you know a, a Saban a Sarkeesian a, a Deion Sanders uh, you know I think they even extended to Deion but he was like hold on <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm here you know yeah. I, I brought everybody in the fam here um, now it'll be interesting to see what Dion does when uh, Shiloh and yeah. Shador yep. go to the NFL. Yep. Will he stay in college or will he go to the NFL? To the NFL. Because that's all a, they really know as far as his coaching I know, style. But I, I just think he's such a developer of men and turns boys into men and changes their mindset and their mentality and can really really do it and to see him do it at each level that he's gone to for sure it's just been incredible to watch and i think we need that i think yeah. as a whole we need that you know we need more young men that are are confident men instead of wishy-washy and go by and, and just do whatever you know right some, right some men's men's yes sir <laughs> well, you know i know i got well, boys too <laughs> Right. Well, just again, culture now is yeah. so like it's like you're not allowed to be masculine and you're not allowed to yeah. be aggressive and you're not yeah. allowed to. I mean, it's just come on. Controlled aggression is okay, I think. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I still so, you know, bang my hand on my chest. Barbaric. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, I think you know. I mean, there's that commercial or uh, not a commercial. It's a meme, and it's this like Shaolin monk. And he's talking about how depression is like made up. And one of the people in the crowd's like, what are you talking about? You know, people are depressed all the time. And he was like, well, just think back to other cultures, like in Roman times, you didn't hear about no depression, anxiety, you know, because people were busy and they were doing stuff. You know, I mean, they started building warriors when they were eight or nine. You know, you as parents, you got to raise your kid to about six. And then he went off to the military mm -hmm. and he trained eight to That's ten good, hours right. a day at eight or nine years old, bro. Yeah. And then, you know, and then we've gotten softer. But if you go back, you know, and everyone wants to cancel history. But it's like, man, if you go back and look at some of these things that happened along the way, I mean, even in our own culture, look at these men that went to World War One and World War Two. They were boys. They were boys, 15, 16 years old, going and seeing other men destroyed by war and the nastiness of war and what it can do to you. And they came home. And, yeah, some of them were jacked up for a minute, but they jumped right back in yeah. and, and got right right back after it. So what, what was their mentality that they had in their mindset today that we don't have? And I think even now when you go to counseling, the counselors don't give you the answer, bro. They know the questions to ask you to pull the answer out of you. But again, like we talked about earlier, the answer isn't outside of you. It's mm. always in you. They just know there were questions to ask to get you to turn down the road to go, oh, well, uh, this happened, this happened, this happened. Oh, I act like this because of ABC. And you start to, oh, okay. So then you start to understand yourself and you see why you're that way. And then you can start to adapt it but now it's like we want to prescribe a drug and we want to do this and we want to do that and you wonder why so many kids are got i mean people are allergic to air now yeah. i mean i remember coming yeah. up bro you can't you know my kids can't take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to school right because some kid has a peanut allergy and i'm right. like what? right what? you just and glad we had some food and all these for free <laughs> that's it bro i mean it's just crazy so that's what i'm saying this the stuff that these kids are supposed to accept and deal with and and they're still developing themselves you know i always tell these young students when i go speak it you were at the easiest time of your life facts what Hold facts. On. you freaking out you're worried you want to pull your hair out you're 16, 17, 18 years old. Yeah. Your only responsibility is to go to school. 
and get good grades. All that other stuff is extra. Why do you think they're called student athlete? You are student first. Don't get it twisted. Yep. Yes, the sports and all that stuff brings the girls and all the fame and all that, but all that is what gets you off track and is a distraction. So stick to the books and let's go. And I'm not saying, again, I didn't go to college, so I'm not saying that that is the answer for everybody. Uh, I just wasn't ready and I never figured it out. But look at you now. (laughs) And there's people that that went to college, like we spoke about, that's struggling as adults and parents. Right. To your it's point, so no, I. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that you're just taught this time frame thing, right? Like, you go to grade school, you go to middle school, you go to high school, you go to college, you get a job, you get married, you get the house, you get the, and then you go home and die, and it's like it, it doesn't have to be like that anymore. <laughs> like, right, you don't. That's good. And I, I think now even, you know, that job, is what they sell you to forget about your dreams. Because that's what happens. You go and you get that nine to five and you get comfortable and then you settle. You know, Miles Monroe has that talk where he talks about imagine you're on your deathbed and the three come to you and say, you know, it's it's your hopes, your dreams and what you could have been. And they come and they say, hey, we came to you and you had the ability to bring us to life. And you didn't, and now we have to die with you. The richest place on planet Earth is the graveyard, bro. Mm. Because it's all those ideas that never happened, that never because you were scared and because of this and because of that. And I mean, I'll tell you, I, I was the same way. <laughs> but now look, you know, you take a, a step forward in it and in faith Absolutely. and see what, what happens. And, and now it's a, di- like I said, it's a different mindset. I would rather have tried and failed than to sit around and go, damn, what if? Right. What if? And I'm sure that people, when you said I'm doing this podcast thing in 2016, were like, "Yeah, what do you, you it's know. a lot of sports shows. Look, you don't have experience. Did you even go to school for it? How you know you got a voice for it? Like, how you know how to? I just just did it, man. That's it. Like and I think that's anything, right? I mean, just yeah. uh, look at you know, champion. You know, when when I was coming up, I used to find that stuff at Walmart. For four and five dollars right you get a pair of shorts and a t-shirt for like right. eight bucks and now it's one shirt that says champion on it and they want 40 bucks right, easy yeah. easy you know and, and and that's another market that's just so flooded everybody's got a t-shirt company or a, <laughs> you know so i mean it's just i think um the fir- i'm also a big firm believer the first time you do anything it's going to be bad <laughs> the first time you sing in public the first time you give a speech but on this note play under the lights you are on why not sports an award-winning platform with hundreds of guests still going strong and you say this was your first time i guarantee you and i'm not a betting man you're going to receive some positive feedback and this will be your gateway to whatever you want to do vocally whether it's talk to schools more schools more students more podcast guests appearances you got the proof in the pudding sir so on that note man thank you brother because guess what thank you time it's it's it's, it's that time it's that time brother so yeah (laughs) uh, i appreciate it i'm humbled by your invitation and i look forward to do it again no problem now again i got that listener like murph where can we find b-rad like has he got an email address like what can we i want to invite him on the show sure i mean i do have an email but it's uh my real name Okay. And then my Facebook is my real name. So I'm going to have So you got to come up with I'm have to come up. Yeah. I'll come up with one uh, okay. that people can reach out. There you go. We'll, uh, and we'll get it popping like Cuz I'm D Murph. In the meantime, they can get to you and then get to me. Absolutely. So <laughs> part of your growth so, is now I got to come up with you know, my it. email. Well, you I know, like B Rad. I call you B Rad. Huh? A lot of people come to that from that movie. Um, a lot of people call me one man, two syllables, Brad Tage. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's whatever. Um, I mean, shoot, I just put it out there. So, yeah, I mean, you can find me on Facebook, Brad Tage. Uh, 
my X handle is Brad Tage 13. So Safe. man, hit me up. Yeah, it's about being real. There's no reason to hide. I don't need a fake account. So <laughs> if you want to get at me, get at me. Yes, sir. Well, they say them <laughs> them burner accounts. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'll see people have those. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, both both of us have always. Uh, you know, we started this relationship on being real, so let's Facts. just be real and honest. Absolutely. And, and that's what it is. So email brad.tage at yahoo.com if you want to, you know, hit me up, have a conversation. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Do it. And it. it's on the description yeah. as well for those listeners out there. As you hear this, you can find the show everywhere. Everywhere. Pandora, well, let's Amazon open, Music. Open up, that, uh, open up that Facebook page. I'll get in there and people can contact us that way. They can get both of us that way. It'll just be lovely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, again, brother, thank you. As always, we do this. Yes, sir. Can't wait to connect in person. It's been a few years. No, no, no. True. True. <laughs> but uh, continue to be blessed to be a blessing, bro. I mean, For real. We, I we appreciate need more that. of you. Uh, and and I would be all right if if my kid turned out to be a D Murph. Man, so. no, humble, humble. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. No, no yes, doubt, sir. no doubt. Well, first time listeners, thank you for tuning in. The avid listeners, what up, what up, what up? As you can tell, me and B Rad, that's my hey brother from another mother. We do this, as you can tell, over an hour strong. We gotta definitely do it again. You can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at it's D Murph. <laughs> Instagram at it's Murph. You can also find Why Not Sports on Instagram at Why Not Sports underscore. Also check out the website at www.demurphspeaks.com. Leave me a note. Give me some feedback of what you think of me, of B Rad, or just other shows. Check it out. Just kind of you know let me know any other guests, any leads. I'm always open to collaborating. Again, going on eight years. 2024 i love it, I love it. so hey it. tell a friend Best tell a friend to come, bud. yes Best sir to i received that too brother the world continue to be safe out there in the streets we both love y'all hey y'all we out keep grinding keep the faith keep on